With me as always is my fiance Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not bad. Much. It's been a good week here. It is November fifth, nineteen ninety-eight, and that chill is in the air. It is. Horniness is in the air. No, no horniness in this episode does not exist. Well, yeah, there's some horniness. There is some horniness. And there's always some horniness. There's a full moon rising. Yeah, it's the name of the episode. I see a full moon rising. <laughs> it's a good song, right? Mm-hmm. CCR. What's that? Creedence oh, Creedence Clearwater Clear Revival. Yeah. yeah. I see a bad moon rising. <laughs> I see trouble on the way. I forgot about the full moon aspect. I just yeah. thought everybody was just nuts. Oh yeah, we had a, we had a little mini conversation during the commercial while the while we were watching the show about. Uh, the whole moon thing. Carol, yep. Carol's like, it exists. It does, because I worked in an emergency room, and trust me, you don't want to work in the emergency room on the full moon, because that's when all the accidents happen, and when all the crazy people come out. Yeah, and I don't know. I'm more skeptical, but I admitted that you know the word lunatic does come from Luna, and I don't know. Any, any myth, story, whatever you want to call it, superstition that's been that talked about for that long and that many people believe it maybe there's something to it so what do you think the difference is between that and like vampires people don't really believe in vampires they don't come on (laughs) (laughs) most people like people like vampire fiction and stuff like that and they think it's cool and everything and stuff but but nobody really believes i mean not nobody but the there are very few people out there that actually believe that vampires really exist. Yeah. They I were guess. invented by Bram Stoker. They were not. What the fuck? Vampires have existed for like centuries. Existed? Well, the the <laughs> the lore. I thought he invented like no. I thought he invented Dracula's with Dracula. He invented Dracula. Oh my, I I I wrote a research paper about the origin of vampires, and believe me, it didn't start with Bram Stoker. Really? Really. Wow. The Stephen King of uh, of his era. I mean, they even had, like, their own version of it, like, with ancient Egypt, but... Really? Uh, yeah. But, and, like, all the different civilizations have their own, like, take. Like a succubus to come out of there? I don't uh, remember which, which one came from then. It's been a while. But, um... Back in the day, like medieval times. <laughs> Back in the day, which was a Tuesday. People would think that there were vampires because they would bury people alive. Oh, yeah. And there's all these, like, you know, scientific documents, like notations of, like, people being killed after they thought they were already dead because they... Because they weren't dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because they were wrong. You know, this man is dead and my watch has stopped. <laughs> oh, your watch has just stopped. Oh. Like the, the, the blush of life in their cheeks. And, you know, they oh. screamed when the stake went through their heart. Yeah, because <laughs> they weren't dead, you assholes. <laughs> is that where zombies came from, too? No. Okay. 
I didn't do a research on that one, but I think I zo- believe they're separate. I believe zombies come from like uh, like Rastafara, like Bahamian, like voodoo tradition mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, I know the word zombie does anyway. I know the word zombie is comes from voodoo. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think that um, uh, zombie as like rising from the grave. That might have been George Romero. I'm not sure. Yeah. Like Night of the Living Dead. I know that he did it as a literal interpretation of the dead will rise at the end of times. Because that's what's supposed to be happening in that movie. It's supposed to be the end of times. Except I don't think at the end of times they're supposed to try to eat the other people. I don't know. I don't think that's how that's supposed to work. Who knows what's going to happen? So you think the rapture, Jesus Christ comes back. He raises people from the grave. Mm -hmm. And then they run around eating the (laughs) non-believers. Maybe. (laughs) Okay. That's an interesting idea. I, I, I don't think so. All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, back to Dawson's Creek. Back to zombies. <laughs> so, yeah, they're discussing the fact that it's going to be a full moon. and you know, They da- are. Dawson uh, and Joey. Yeah. You know how every episode starts with Dawson and Joey. Al- always, yeah. But they're not in his room ever anymore. They're number one on the call sheet now. Always. <laughs> no, instead they're sitting on his roof. Yeah. Looking at a moon that's way too close to Earth, by the way. Why do you say that? It looks way too big. Like, the moon never looks as big as it did as it does in TV shows. They always blow it up hmm. so that it's more visible. But And it looks prettier or whatever. But yeah, like, uh, if the moon was that big in our night sky, then the tides would go insane and, like, yeah, it'd be bad. So, yeah, they're discussing the full moon in the house... His uh, parents are fighting. Yeah, they're always fighting. And Joey's on her way to work, and he's like, can I go with you? Mm-hmm. He should have. I don't understand why he didn't. She said, sure. Uh-huh. Why didn't he grab his shit and go? That would have made for a much nicer evening for both of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, something wouldn't have happened that happened. couple things. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm she- pissed, by the way. I'm I- very angry. I guess we should talk about why Mark's pissed and angry. So... We'll go. We'll follow Joey to work here. Okay. So, Joey is at the ice house. Yeah. And it's completely dead, and it's a Saturday night, which is fucked up. It's the full moon. Everyone's hiding. Right. Isn't that weird, though? Yeah, I guess, but I, it's the full moon, right? I guess, but like the full Isn't moon that tends the to bring people out, not bring out your dead. <laughs> like it's so slow. She's literally sitting cross-legged on the bar. Like, sketching the one customer that they have. Yeah, an old man. Like, that seems really rude. I think his name was uh, William, but it's probably Bill or Bill or Buddy. Okay, or all right, all right. I'll, uh, Cheryl. Yeah. <laughs> I almost called you Alanis. Yeah, um, I'll take either. But And she's talking about him. Like, he's not even there. And apparently he's not. He, I don't, Spoiler I don't, alert, he's I, not. I don't get that at all. Like, I don't know why you're saying that. I don't know why you said that last night we were watching the show. Like, at all. Because he just disappears. With And he leaves them a poem and $100. Ghosts don't leave physical items behind. Yeah, they do. They can. No. Yeah. No. He's, it's it's ghost cash. He's not Didn't a ghost. did you see that $100 bill? It had Casper on it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so he's doing his own doodling. Except he's not doodling. He's, uh... Writing, writing a poem. Yeah. But a weird fucking limerick that relates to his life. 
But like the whole time, Joey's like, "Yeah, nobody's here except Mister Bottomless Cup of Coffee." Yeah, and like that's so mean. I guess. And then Jack's like so much nicer than her. He's like, you know, later also it waits until the dude's gone to talk the shit. Jack's and, also an asshole. Well, yeah, I know you're mad at him. But he's like, well, maybe, you know, he just doesn't have anywhere to go. And maybe he doesn't have anybody to spend the evening with and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, he realizes this is probably just a lonely dude. Right. So maybe don't make him feel like shit, Joey. But um, this poem he left is talking about embracing their, I don't know. Do you remember the poem? Love. It was something about love. Like, like embrace your love while you, while you have it or whatever. Because my fucking wife died on a full moon just like this. Ten years ago or whatever. Ooh. Yeah, his wife died, not him. Yeah, but he's dead too. He killed he's himself. He's not dead. He killed himself and he haunts the cove. He died with a hundred dollar bill in his pocket. Where? Where where are you getting any of this? They come back and he's gone. Uh-huh. He disappears. He walked his ass come out on. the door. Come on. Exactly. Come I on. I feel like the implication is he's a full moon ghost. That's weird. Alright. There's no such thing as a full moon ghost. You don't know that. <laughs> okay. So, and then Jack just grabs her and kisses her. Yeah. Just aggressively grabs her and kisses and her. And she kisses him back a little bit. She did? I didn't really get that. For a second, it looked like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. I don't think she kissed him back. Okay. I mean, did she? I'll give her the benefit of the doubt then. No, I'm just thinking about it now. Like, didn't didn't she push him away? Yes. So, I'm not mad at her. Okay. But, yeah, had Dawson gone with her to work like he was going to, then obviously that wouldn't have happened. I think Jack's a piece of shit. He knows that she's dating Dawson. Yeah. And then Dawson shows up, and he has the audacity to be like, Hey, Dawson, who's your neck on? Well, what do you want him to be like? Hey, man, I kissed your girl. Yeah. That, that'd be great. At least fucking own it. Stay, step up like a man, you little fucking pussy. I, I hate him. <laughs> wow. I do. I hope he dies. Like his other brother. Wow. Okay, spoilers. Haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. So. I hope he drives home and fucking gets in a car accident. Wraps his fucking stop. car around a pole. Fuck him. Too too much, man. They're going to break up Dawson and Joey. Like, I, don't, I hate when fucking TV shows do this. Why spend an entire season being like, are they going to get together? Are we going to get them together? And then you get them together at the end of the season one, and you're like, oh, they're together. Oh, we're breaking them up. <laughs> because it's more interesting. Happy couples aren't interesting. Well, you know what? Uh, how about a writer's challenge? <laughs> you know, fucking make happy co- a happy couple interesting. They can still have normal teenage problems and shit. They can still have relationship problems that they have to work through and get through and grow together instead of just fucking breaking up and then inevitably at the end of the show, or they, you know, getting back together. Like, whenever this fucking show ends, I assume it'll go for a little while because it seems pretty popular. It and Buffy are packaged together and they both seem to be doing pretty well in the ratings. So, assuming that they get a Cheers-like finale where they, where they or Seinfeld, where they, they are allowed to go out of their own accord, right? I assume eventually the plan is to get these two together. Okay. So why break them up just to get them back together? Again, ratings. Use your brains, writers. <sighs> so, Mike White. In the meantime, yeah. well, 
Joey is hanging out at work being bored. Mm-hmm. Dawson's at home with his Get parents. a fucking tongue in her mouth. Dear Lord. Okay. Got to be so graphic. Yeah. Piece of shit he is. Stop so, rolling your eyes at me. No. So his dad has... Uh, you think he's fine? What he did's fine? No. You have no opinions on him? I don't what? think that what he did is fine, but I also don't think that he should, you know, die and wrap his car around a tree and that he's a piece of shit. Well, why don't you tell us how you feel? I think that, you know, he's a human being. He likes a girl. He took a shot. He was encouraged by the poem the weird dude wrote. Like, you know, yeah, it wasn't a nice or right thing to do, but, you know, whatever. People make mistakes. Okay. That's great. (laughs) Anyway, Mm -hmm. um, Dawson's dad is still talking to Tamara about buying this property. Is it Tamara or Tamara? Tamara, I guess. I don't know. I think it's Tamara. Whatever. John Wesley Ship. Yeah. So she said something about like he wants he said something like he wants to look at the blueprints again. Oh. And she stops by his house. Right. With the blueprints. Yeah. That's weird. To give him blue balls. Did he invite her or did she it seemed like she just randomly stopped by. I think she just randomly stopped by. However, prior to this, the wife The wife. I don't remember her name. Mrs. Leary. Right. Has a coworker over from out and like another news anchor from another station or out yeah. of town or something like she's entertaining for work, but it's a Saturday night. A and dude. He says, this sounds more like a Thursday night thing. Yeah, and then she's like, "This is work." And he's like, "Forgive me for not being comforted that this is a coworker." Yeah, because you fucked a coworker. So yeah, it's it's no good, but it's like that takes place and then Tamara shows up. Right. So it seems like maybe he called her because. Maybe. It's weird. But either way, they both have somebody over that they're entertaining for business purposes. Oh, and she, as soon as Tamara gets there, she's like, oh, I fucking see. I see what it's like. Mm-hmm. You're bringing in this fucking, you know, slice of ass or whatever. She says something like, oh, I remember you, Tamara. The school board meeting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Slot. Yep. Yeah, it's no good. Yeah. But and everybody's drinking wine. Like if you're supposed to be doing work, then don't be drinking wine. Yeah, that's true. It's a little unprofessional, but they were enjoying an off dry Riesling. What in the fuck? I don't know. It's German. Okay. So Dawson hears his parents bickering. He hears them say something about Thursday night more than once. Yeah. They're not they're not veiled about what's going on. Also, we see the two other people in the other rooms like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, it's a weird house. It's like their kitchen opens up into two separate living rooms that they're entertaining in. Mm-hmm. Also, the fourth wall is completely gone and there's just a camera that's weird. <laughs> um, yeah, they're arguing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> arguing. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, Archie, why are you doing this? Dawson actually... Uh, Asks them flat out, like, what what's, the fuck's going on? Yeah, and what is what's Thursday nights? He's like, oh. and they're like, none of your business. It's not I get my dick wet, Dawson. But then somebody says something to him about, oh yeah, Abby. Mm-hmm. Abby's in his bedroom when he goes back upstairs. Yeah, this has to do with uh, Michelle Williams's storyline. Yeah, but like she puts the idea in his head about an open relationship. And then he he asks his parents, are you having an open marriage? And then they admit they are. Did they? Yeah, because that's something that, you know, you should tell your teenage son. Yeah, he's way too involved in the uh, details of their relationship. Well, also, 
after that, then uh, TV's The Flash, John Wesley Shipp, goes to Dawson's room and talks to him, or he goes to his dad's room or something. They have a conversation together. I think they were just in the kitchen. All right, well, whatever. They're talking to each other. Mm-hmm. He's sitting down. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, he's so, sitting down in the kitchen. They have all right. They have one of those islands with, like, stools that you can sit at. Islands in the stream <laughs> with a couple stools. Um, He says... My dad taught me, like, you know, this and that about relationships. and My dad had all the answers. He knew everything. But he didn't tell me how to forgive my wife for cheating on me. Oh, what's it, yeah, what to do if my wife cheats on me. And it's like, he, did, he couldn't tell me that. I don't know. I didn't know. know what to ask. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And he starts crying and everything. Yeah. It's actually really good acting. It's very touching. By John Sad. Wesley Ship. Yeah, and the whole, the whole thing comes down to eventually... Uh, the Gail, the wife. Gail, you got it. Yeah, saying uh, it's time. Yep, and he's like, I know. So they're getting and, divorced, and their their company left because yep. they were yelling at each other too much. Right, I think that's kind of what drove it home to her that they left. <laughs> they're like, we're getting the fuck out of here. Because well, she's and they they their argument extends more than just about the people they have over too. Because she's like. Uh, I fucking supported you and your dreams, you lazy ass. You don't do shit and everything. All of a sudden, she's giving me a hard time about not having a job, which I remember us talking, like, last time, I think, about, like, what does he do? We never see him work. Well, I guess he doesn't. Yeah, but it also kind of undercuts the whole, or her whole thing, saying, like, oh, I cheated because, like, everything was perfect. And, like, I, I was scared or I didn't, like, I wanted something to happen or whatever, right? And it's like, doesn't sound like everything was perfect. Exactly. Sounds like maybe you wanted to get fucked by someone with a 401k. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, and what that represents. Like, that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So there's a lot more wrong there, but now they finally decide to separate. And it looks like he's thinking about opening a restaurant. Yeah, he's thinking about opening a restaurant in that building. And Wait. he's like, uh, I'll put the fucking ice house out of business. She's like, she's so mean about it. She's like, how are you going to pay for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what the, the fuck? fuck? Jesus. <laughs> like, I thought a person was at the door. He fucking, this cat pounded at the door and then just ripped open a a closed door. <laughs> like, it was latched to shut and what he got it open. What the fuck? <laughs> what are you? <laughs> Harry Houdini. Locked Harry, doors don't mean anything to this kitty. Harry Catini. Catini. Yeah. Anyway, so now he's just laying down. Apparently he <laughs> just wanted to be with us. This is what they do all day long. Just bust open doors. Yeah, well, they're they're good, you know. They're good cats. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about you. It's nice to see you. Anyway, so, uh, so they're getting divorced. Yeah, so... Dawson's very upset about all this. Of course. And that's why he shows up at Joey's work. Yeah, and he ends up, when they go back, they sit back on the roof, and I think she says something like, do you want to talk about it? Or He's like, no, I just want to, like, whatever. And eventually he starts just crying and stuff. Yeah. She comforts him. She kisses him. She wants to tell him about the kiss. She tries a couple times, and he actually gives her an out, too, which... I don't know, this is a sly writer's trick hmm. where he's like, let's just forget about everything tonight. Clean slate tonight. We don't have to talk about it or think about it. Yeah. 
Well, honestly, though, I agree. Like, I don't think she should tell him that he's dealing with enough. Yeah. It's not like she cheated on him. I mean, like, she got, like, fucking assaulted in her face. Yeah. Well, if she didn't kiss back, you're correct. Even if she did for a second, even if her lips puckered for a second, and then she was like, wait, no, she didn't ask for that kiss. She didn't lean in for that kiss. That kiss had nothing to do with her. Yeah. And I mean, like, you can't blame her if she's attracted to the guy to respond for a second if he puts his face on her. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, I, I will give that to you. She did what she was supposed to do. She pushed him away and said, stop it. Yeah. I, like I said, I'm mad at him, not her. Yeah. And I think she will tell Dawson. That's what I, th- I think, like, eventually, if he, you know, is okay. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, that's his storyline. And then... Michelle Williams, I believe. Uh, well, yeah. oh, wait, and Pacey, too. Yeah, they. there's a lot going on in this episode. Yeah. So Jennifer ends up um, with the fisherman. Yeah. He, he, asks, he keeps flirting with her and everything and stuff. They're going back and forth all playful. Yeah, he runs into her, like, downtown. Mm-hmm. And downtown. He says he wants... you're in the mood for statutory rape, downtown. He says he wants to uh, try some, like, I don't know, coffee grounds. I don't know, some espresso he, beans. He I don't know. tries to be all poetic and flowery about it. He's like the the hustle and bustle of being a fisherman and the, the raucous nature of where we go in the bars. And, I, and I'd like the softer side of Sears. Of Cape side, uh, yeah. uh, the, you know, and he's like talking about, yeah, like. Like, he's describing getting a cup of coffee, but Which, at a, like a coffee house or whatever, but he's describing it in all these, like, fucking weird flowery details. But, like, my, my issue with this is that is what he's asking, is, hey, let's go get coffee. And Correct. instead, she invites him to her house. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. And, like, very irresponsible on her part, but what ends up happening is, she goes to uh, she goes to a store or something like that, and Abby shows up, mm-hmm. and Abby's like, "Hey, what's up, girlfriend?" And she's like, "What the fuck are you talking?" And she's like, "Oh, come on, you're not still mad at me, are you? Like, we're we're never gonna let a guy come between us, and blah 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 blah, and all this stuff, and you know, like we're two of a kind." And she's like, "Good, because I've w- wanted to tell somebody that I've got a date with him." She's like, you fucking whore. Yeah. And then uh, she's like, what the hell? And she's, he's like, oh, he probably saw an easy lay or whatever, uh, Miss New York. And then she slaps her. Which says, she totally deserved. And says, don't ever talk to me again. And instead of acting like a normal person, I mean, not like, you know, you can come back normally from that anyway. Mm-hmm. She then later breaks into Dawson's house to spy on but, Jen. Sure. But first she goes to Jen's house. Oh, yeah. And she's like, what the fuck? Why are you here? And she's like, oh, come on. You know, we're we're best friends or whatever. Like, you know, I, yeah, I'm a bitch or whatever, but that, you know, that's just how it is. Like, you just got to roll with it. And and Jen's like, you've called me a bitch, a slut, a whore. Like, mm-hmm. She's like listing all the stuff. She's like, I am all those things too, though. And she's like, you need to leave. And she's like, why is he going to be here soon? And she said, yes. And then shuts the door in her face. That was stupid, Jen. Mm-hmm. Like, she should have been like, no, my Graham's going to be here soon or something. Yeah. Because, yeah, instead of going home, she crawls into Dawson's window. And she just breaks into his room. 
He comes in. He's like, what the fuck are you doing in here? Poor Dawson. Like, maybe get rid of the fucking ladder. Like, I'm just saying. There are constantly women crawling yeah. up that ladder. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that he hates that. <laughs> um, But, no, so she's, she's spying on them, yeah, with binoculars looking at what's going on. And then she says to Dawson, she's like, make out with me. Yeah. Right in the window so Jen can see. And he goes, uh, no. And then she comes on to him more. She's, like, rubbing his shoulders. And he's like, uh, this is not happening. Yeah. He's like, I have a girlfriend. I'm sorry. You know, I don't know what weird situation you've got going on, but. (laughs) So bizarre. I think she's in love with Jen. I don't know. Something. Something. It's weird. But, uh, yeah. So, um, that's kind of the end of that. But the reason she wants to make Jen jealous is because, yeah, fucking Fisherman comes over and he's trying to, uh, you know, uh, plant a lure or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like, they're having coffee that she made. Again, like, I don't I don't 100% blame him for thinking this is where it's going because he said, I want to get coffee. She gave him an address and he shows up at her house. Yeah. And it's just the two of them. I mean. I don't blame him for thinking that that's where it's going. But but I do blame him for something else. Yeah. So, first of all, they start making out and everything. And then, like, he starts getting super aggressive. And she's like, yeah, okay, I think we're done now. Stop, you know. And he's not stopping. And she's like, come on, that's enough now. And he's like, oh, whatever. Like, And he's not stopping. Yeah. And, if Grams hadn't walked in. And then, well, she goes, she goes, I'm only 16. And he, he looks and he goes, you're 16? And then Grams goes, yeah, she's 16, because mm-hmm. Grams has come home. Um, that doesn't make sense. I don't believe him. I mean, well, the actor played it as true surprise. Yes, but what did he think? This doesn't make any sense. They, he saw them at the table. They were flirting with him. He said they were young. Mm-hmm. Like, he called them young and stuff like that and everything. Are we supposed to believe he knows she's in school? Are we supposed to believe he says that he's doing the stuff he's going to become? He's going to law school, right? Mm-hmm. So presumably he's like twenty four, I guess, or whatever. And intelligent, maybe twenty twenty three or twenty four. Right. He's graduated, undergraduate, and he's going to law school. Um, are we meant to believe that he thought, oh, she's a senior, she's eighteen? So like, I, I you don't know, think so. Somewhat close to their to his age, like I, I, I don't buy it. I just don't buy it. I. He can play it as genuine surprise. As written, I don't think so. Mm-mm. I think he's a sleazeball. Oh, agreed. agreed. And he wasn't stopping. No, he was 100% going to date rape her. And I mean, I know, you know, he said you're 16. Like he paused at that. I don't know that that would have put the brakes on, though. No, I don't think so. But luckily, her grandma came home from Bible study mm-hmm. and <laughs> saved her. Thank God she didn't come home five minutes later. No shit. That'd have been a lot worse to walk in on. Yep. But yeah, she was all, and then he leaves in disgrace. Obviously, and Grams is like, "I don't know what the fuck to do with you, Jennifer." Yeah, I mean, Jennifer is behaving badly, and I get Grams is upset with her. You know, she was almost having sex on her table, um, and she's like, "This is exactly why they sent you here." You know, mm-hmm. don't do this stuff. But she's like shaming her hard, and it's like she was almost being raped. So yeah. maybe back it down a notch. Yeah, I agree. Because she was not trying to have sex on her table. No. Yeah. No, she was trying to stop it. Yeah. So. 
I don't know. I feel bad for Jen. She was crying. She's all the episode ended so bad. Everybody's crying. Jen was crying and mm-hmm. Dawson's crying. And, and uh, moving over to Pacey's story, yeah. <laughs> there's more tears. Oh, yeah. Um, so I guess it was a little less horny. Yeah. I mean, the only the only horny ish thing that happened was uh, Jen almost getting raped, I guess. I mean, like, well, yeah, well, that, and the kiss that and the kiss. And I don't know. There was some flirtation going on between the parents and the people they Mm, not much, really. Not much, but a little. I mean, Tamara's just walking sex, so every time she's on screen, it's like... Right. So, um, Andy... Oh, and this, too. Andy walks into the video store. Oh, yeah. And Pacey's watching porn. Yeah, I pointed that out, and you were like, what the fuck? Because they, they, you can hear the noises. Yeah, and then very quickly he switched it off. I didn't. I don't know that I would have even noticed, but yeah, that's mm-hmm. what he was doing. She noticed, though. Yeah. She's like, you can go back to your dirty Debbie movie. does Dallas. Yeah, and he's like, actually, it's whatever. I don't know. Yeah. He gives some name. And then they talk about the creative names of pornographies. But, like, that's so icky. Romancing the bone. And- like, in front, like, Shh. like there's a giant window. It's not like he's in private. I, yeah, I agree with you. I just thought of a really horrible one. Huh. A, a completely, like, just politically incorrect one. Schindler's Fist. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I can see the plot of it, too. Just poor Jewish women that he rescues from the Holocaust. And then... Wow. This watch could have bought me one more. Stop! This ring. This car. No! (laughs) Stop it! Oh, my God. And it still stars Liam Neeson. They get him somehow. (laughs) I could totally see Liam Neeson doing porn. Anyway. So you want me to do a porn? <laughs> so he's all revved up from watching this porn and got interrupted. Mm-hmm. So he decides to ask Andy on a date. Yeah. And she agrees. I don't know that if I walked in on a man watching porn and then he asked me on a date, I'd be like, yeah, sure, let's do it. <laughs> she likes him. Yeah. But then she freaks out because he wants to pick her up at her house. Yeah, and it's clear he does, she doesn't want him to be at her house. And he's acting like he's acting like he doesn't understand something's wrong. Like immediately, I would have been like, "What's wrong?" Yeah, but no, he's just like, "Oh, come on, it's it's right on my way." Blah 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 blah. Yeah, like he thinks she's. He turned in the count. He's like, <laughs> five reasons, two reasons, three reasons. Ah ah ah. <laughs> and she's like, "I'll meet you at the movie theater. I'll meet you here. I'll meet mm-hmm. you there." And. And like they, they, I will not meet you at my house. <laughs> I would not do it with a mouse. I don't know why that's uh, why that's uh, the Reverend Jesse Jackson doing that. But. Goodness! So he goes to pick her up at her house. I will not meet you here or there. I will not meet you anywhere. Anyway, go ahead, sir. And uh, she's not there. But who is there? Her mother. Her mother and her, ghosts. <laughs> her mother is all like excited to meet him says andy talks about him all the time she's yeah. so smitten with him oh yeah which that has to be true because like yeah she couldn't have made that up yeah um because i think she even like she's like oh you must be pasty yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. um and she's like oh i'll go get her brother he's back home from princeton or whatever yeah and uh she's like and andy will be along in just a minute and her dad will be home from work soon mm-hmm so it's, you know, Pacey's sitting there hanging out, waiting for this family dinner he's now invited to. Sure. And uh, Andy 
shows up at the ice house and says, hey, I was waiting for him at the movie theater. He didn't show. I can't find him. Thought he was going to be here. And then she's and like, she oh. goes, but if, if he's not here, then that can all mean home. Oh, you know, no. Like a, like in A New Hope. And uh, A New Hope what? Yeah, the first Star Wars. They changed the name. Okay. But she's like, oh, Jack, you don't think. And then she runs off. Yeah. And then she goes and her mom and dad are charred corpses because the stormtroopers got there first. No. (laughs) Ew. Um, No, but uh, we find out that her brother is dead. Yeah. And her father. Not Jack, unfortunately. (laughs) And her father um, left them. Yep. And so her mom's just batshit crazy. And apparently Andy is the only one who can handle her. What do you think? She's schizophrenic or what? Like what no. Happens? No, I mean, well, it depends on how long this has been going on. Because, I mean, like, having some kind of psychotic break after a loss like that is not really abnormal. Um, but if it's been going on for a long time, who knows? Yeah. Which it sounds like it's been a little bit. Yeah. Um, so what would you call that? Just psychosis? Yeah, I mean, it, it could just be a grief reaction. It doesn't necessarily mean she's psychotic or she's uh, schizophrenic. Okay, she could just be dealing poorly. Gotcha. Okay. Um, uh, you understand these things, I don't. But Pacey ends up uh, comforting. Yeah, Andy. Andy. She just sobs in his chest, yeah. and he's and she's like, "No, no, get away! I don't want your pity." He's like, "It's not pity. Come here!" And he's just holding her, and like, mm-hmm. my my family life sucks too. I thought. Maybe they're going to make it romantic somehow, but no, he's just comforting her. I think that's nice. Uh, Yeah, it is. But I was afraid it was like going there, you know, because it's like not appropriate. I know Um, an empty room in the house. My brother's (laughs) older. Oh, God. He won't be using it. But I think like this might be even better for starting a relationship really than them having a normal date because I think there was a lot of bonding that happened there. Yeah. Um, and he knows all her horrible, dirty laundry, and he was accepting of her. So. Yeah, that's good. So Pacey's doing good. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else is doing Pacey's good. Pacey's the only one on the right track. <laughs> right. Oh, what a depressing episode. So that's how we end. Somebody is crying in every storyline. Yep. Very fun. <laughs> Join us next week for more wacky iTunes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is the episode, though. I, I can't wait for next week, though. Okay. Me too. Um, but, yeah, so you can write us at latefee1994awl.com. Mm-hmm. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yes. And share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.